Ready, set, game cast. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and math. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the irrationally complex numero uno, Darian. Hello. And the most mathematical girl on the web, Teddy Generis. I failed my most recent college math test. <laughs> That's so. why I told him I didn't want to be really a mathematical fitting. girl. I was like, uh-uh, no. Hey, man, it's okay. I'm allowed. That's fine. You know, it's 2018. Because you know? we know all of these nicknames that I've used are entirely accurate and in no way jokes. I am a sous chef in real life. True. It's true, yeah. And Teddy's definitely <laughs> the master chief. Uh, hey, Darian. You- hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is the biggest number you can think of? 420. Nice. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the wrong meme. Nice. Nice. Blaze it. Uh, if what are you getting rid of over there? If for some reason you missed the last episode, uh, we now come out, we now record on Mondays and release on Fridays. So there, that's said. It's uh, there. I said it. Hey, Darian. Again. Doing it again. Hey, Darian. What have you been playing? I am keeping it simple. Just been playing League and PUBG and uh, Zelda. Have you been keeping um, it uh, simple and clean? Simple <laughs> and clean. <laughs> Even oh. I get that reference. <laughs> I've never played the game. I'm making some real progress in Zelda. I'm about to get the second Divine Beast. In my gameplay, how g- give us an update on how you have been liking it? I still love it. I still die a lot, <laughs> slightly less because I started taking my chat's suggestions and just buying hearts because I was like alternating like heart stamina, heart stamina, and I did that like four times before they're like, "No, stop getting stamina upgrades, knock it off," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> Why?" <laughs> So I would sad. still say go full stamina. It's it's easier to outrun a battle, a, outrun a fight than. I think that's ridiculous. I don't think that's true. I think it's easier to outrun a fight if you're at fucking max stamina, sure, but it takes forever to get there, even if you're fully going on stamina. Yeah, running. I think isn't you all underestimate how long I can just it get a horse takes. and have all of the uh, health and be good. I never mess with the horse. <gasps> I have two horses. You became your own horse. I found it. So before I found and like before I like rode a horse for real or like figured any of that out, I went and got and found a giant horse. Okay. The cannon horse. Uh Uh-huh. What? Yo, there's giant horses in this game? (laughs) Yeah, it looks like Ganondorf as a horse. did not know that that existed. Yeah, there's like a side mission. It's in like the bottom of the map underneath like the hilly and like the, the 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 one you start on. It's like south of that. The plateau? Yeah. It, it, well, if you go south, it's like a lot of plains and hills yeah. and there's like a, a 
I'm just gonna provide gameplay while y'all talk about Zelda. Hell yeah, Teddy. Teddy, tell me what the plat the name of the plateau you start on is. is pull up I the think map. it's literally just the Great Plateau. But okay, literally. there you go. Yeah, you have a map in your hands. Yeah. Uh, so are you like zoomed all the way out? Oh, he's in a. He's in a shrine, yeah, I think. It's literally the Great Plateau Tower is what is what. It's, oh, so yeah, it's yeah. the Great Plateau. You only have one part of your map unlocked. I played most of this on the Wii U. Remember. Oh, that's right. And then okay, I got I this like, again, and the then I haven't fuck? played it much since I got it again because there's a billion other games on the Switch. Mainly Mario Kart 8. I play so much Mario Kart, and I didn't think I would. It's so good. And that rhymed. Okay, Darian. Um, so you've been enjoying it? <laughs> yes. Cool. Lots. It's beautiful. So, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but... You're wrong. Are... Oh, Okay. Okay, good. Got it. <laughs> <Good thought. laughs> Go on. No, but like, so I I didn't have much exposure to Zelda before this game. Okay, me so either. So how different is it? So you might not know very, either. How different is it from previous very, games? Very. Like, is the story very. like completely different? Is it the an story? entirely new story? I don't think any Zelda's really had a story. This one what super said. duper has a story. Uh, I mean, the, the uh, gameplay that you have doesn't have a story, but the but before, like the the story of what happened before. I mean, you most woke stories and, like, are you gotta save and Zelda stuff. and Ganon's evil and go. Yeah. So as, as yeah. So no, it's not different it's at all. Pretty much yeah. the same. Every every time yeah. it's uh, Zelda's and I know reborn, Zelda fans Gandalf's are gonna fucking reborn, come at me about that. Yeah, pretty much. It's very different gameplay-wise, like extremely different. Most most Zeldas are known for dungeons. Like Zelda has, you go in this one zone, you go, you find a bunch of new creatures, and whatnot. You get, maybe you get a new item, like a bow or whatever, that lets you basically like throughout the world. There are areas that you can only get with that item. So you get go into that area, you go into that area, and then you go into the dungeon, and then at the final bit of the dungeon, you get the item, and then you come out of the dungeon, and you're like, oh, I can get to all these places now, and then you keep doing that throughout the thing of the game. And that's, like, Zelda's thing. It's very linear. And then this is very different. It's pretty linear, yeah. right? The older Zeldas are kind of... I mean, it'll... Because yeah. you need to do the dungeon to get to the next area, basically. Yeah. So, whereas yeah. this, like, you get your four powers, and you, then you can basically go and do anything you want. You don't get any... You get the... You don't even need the powers. I can just run around and do whatever the fuck well, I want, pretty much. there's a lot of puzzles and stuff that you need a magnet or whatever for to access something oh uh, i yeah. thought not not the divine I guess I don't beast remember the, acquiring the, those powers yeah, so much I, i'm talking about, <laughs> i'm talking about the four that you get on the plateau and then not the divine beast the divine beast just yeah. help they you don't you can beat the you can do everything without the divine beast powers they just help yeah the zelda games that i played before breath of the wild were very um you like the the puzzles were a lot harder like they were very like the dungeons were puzzles and you had to get through whereas in this game the puzzles are like the shrines and they're very mini mini bite-sized versions whereas usually you go into a, du a dungeon in zelda and you're like okay to get here i gotta use this guy and then i gotta and you gotta like remember how it all connects and like remember the map and how to get out and it was difficult i mean to, the divine beasts are a little bit of that but it, it's uh, I appreciate that they give you those bite-sized uh, puzzles that you can constantly do, and they're like some of them make you think in really creative ways. It's really cool. Uh, but let's move on to Teddy Chineris and his oh, lifestyle God. choices. 
Uh, <laughs> bad ones. That's that's what I make. Um, <clears throat> then, okay, we'll we'll go in a weird order here. I'm just gonna go randomly. Stardew Valley. I actually played like a couple of days on the Switch the other day because I was like, I was, um, I think at the end of the stream, I was like, what should I end with? And I put out a poll and Stardew won. And I was like, okay, I haven't played this in a while. <clears throat> Let's load up Stardew Valley. And I played a couple of days of that. Stardew Valley is so fucking good. Um, Celeste is awesome. That is very good. That is very hard. And I've probably played like three and a half hours of that or something, and I'm not very far in it because it's really difficult. But man, it's so good. The music and the art and like the actual level design is really, really good. I just need, I wish I had more time to just sit down and play it. Um, I actually loaded up Destiny 2 for the first time in like months the other day when Iron, I, I loaded it up for like 20 minutes uh, during Iron Banner week. And then after that, um, the next Friday or the next Thursday, a friend of mine like planned a raid, like sent out a PlayStation event invite. And I was like, oh, I don't have to plan it for once. So I joined and then everyone showed up and we did a raid. Oh, it was crazy. So now it makes sense. They just Yeah, like... exactly. Because I'm not planning. They don't even think I'm going to be there. So when they get there, like, <laughs> oh, shit, Teddy's here. I guess we got to do it anyways. No. Um, yeah, so we did the raid layer. And then we joined the next night. And we did. Actually, no, we did Callus the first night, the Leviathan. Then we did the raid layer the next night. Um, and man, I am. I really missed raiding in that game. There's nothing. There is nothing like a raid in Destiny ever like there's nothing there's no feeling like it and it's awesome um but i'm really looking forward to the changes they're gonna make we'll talk about that later and i've been playing overwatch a little bit because the overwatch league is fucking fantastic it's awesome it's very fun to watch it's really well structured the production is incredible and recently i literally started a fantasy league for the overwatch league because that's how deep i am into it but that's pretty much it unless i forgot something like, is there a website to do it? or did It's a third-party like... website. Okay, you're not trying to figure out points and stuff yourself. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tracking every player's points. Oh, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. No, somebody made, like, their own uh, website for it with stats. That seems cool. It's fun. We're going to do, like, trade. Like, it finally went through, basically, today. And as soon as it did, everyone's like, oh, we're already working on trades. We're trying to get people from other people's teams and uh, preparing for the matches. It's really fun. So, yeah. Uh, I I played one, sort of. I'm, I'm a busy boy. I got a lot going on. I'm in the middle of moving. Uh, the next podcast will have maybe very different sound and different background because i will be in a new house uh with roommates and i stuff. love how your busy is one game my busy's like wow i only played four yeah <laughs> and, that, and that is why teddy is constantly behind in his schoolwork it's very true i have six assignments due on thursday of math i also have like five journals that i'm behind on but that i can just finish by the end of the semester so it's okay hey, is this an online math course that you're doing or is um, it like she, there's like an actual portion where she teaches and then it's like she teaches does a little lecture and then's like okay work on your um work on your online stuff mm. so yeah uh and the online stuff isn't that bad but well okay the online stuff is terrible what she teaches is fine, and she teaches it well, and then what's on the test is like, okay, that's fine, you know, you taught this in class, right? But then you go online, and there's all this stuff that she didn't teach. And I'm like, what? It's very annoying. 
but That's I've, I I've struggled math. through it. I did one the other day that wasn't nearly as bad as the couple I did last week, so I don't know. Hopefully all of them will be like that. When uh, I had algebra in math, in college, um, th- all the homework was on a website, and I had my girlfriend at the time uh, basically do it for me. Wow. I had... Um... I had a friend from Twitch named Shonen help me, and he's like a programmer for a living. So he was like, "Sure, I'll I'll help." And we spent like hours in in uh, Discord video. We we're like sharing screens. So he saw my problem. He would do like a whiteboard thing, and it Aww. it helped. That's but, pretty cool. That's very yeah, it was nice. Sure. Otherwise, I would have fucking failed that so bad. <laughs> I still need to get with him for for these, but I'm gonna see how many I can do on my own. But I, uh, just like last day or so, I downloaded Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition, and I've just been messing around with that. Uh, I have played a little bit of it on, like, the full game on PS4. Um, I basically got to the point where the Kingsglaive movie takes place in the PS4 version. That's not super far but that's like decently far in that's a little yeah it's like Uh, but so i I just wanted to check out what the pocket edition was like and so i didn't know the pocket edition was out yeah it just came out um Mm -hmm. and it's chapter one is free and it's basically the exact same game but with like the characters all chibi eyes uh they cut out some stuff the the really cool uh, uh florence and the machine uh, cover of Stand By Me didn't make the mobile version, which sucks because it's a really good song. Uh, but the gameplay, like the combat feels like simple but like satisfying. There's enough for you to do uh, that you constantly kind of are paying attention and trying to like uh, parry moves, uh, switch off enemies, do do uh, jump around attacks and stuff and it's pretty cool. And like they cut out a lot of BS that it it's kind of like streamlined the game, um, and so do you remember how the combat worked in fifteen? Yeah, I mean, it, how it, does it work in comparison? Like, I don't. The, fifteen is a really. I think fifteen did a great job. It's a super unique combat system, and it's there's something kind of magical about the flow of that system. But it's also like kind of weird and convoluted, like how you press the buttons and the camera super finicky. Like, how do they put that on a touch screen? Like. Well, for one, for one, there's no like camera. It's all kind of top down. So, you, so like, okay, you well, don't, you're not you're not looking sense. for pillars or whatever to beam to. Uh, you can you can kind of hold down on an enemy and beam to them and do your you know mm. that attack. But uh, basically, it just kind of auto attacks. You can switch between weapons, um, and also if something tries to attack you. You'll have a little meter that'll, like a circle that'll count down really quick. And if you click it quick enough, uh, you'll parry the attack and strike him back. Or if it goes too far, uh, then you can click it and it'll just, you'll just dodge the attack. Or if you miss it completely, then you'll get hit by the attack. Um, I imagine it seems like uh, the further you get in, more things unlock. And also, sometimes you'll get those teammate moves where, uh, another character will be able to do kind of a power move with you so that you'll it'll show on the side of the screen of like gladios and mm. then you click on him and he does a thing but so far it's it's like enough that i'm kind of paying attention and kind of uh 
uh, trying to target the weaker guys and stuff, but it's not something that I'm like, man, this is a lot to handle. It's it's pretty simple and mm. chill. So, uh, yeah, I kind of want to uh, check it out. My one complaint with it is that the load times are super long. It's it's very annoying getting that game loaded up or you're switching between areas, but it's fully voice acted, um, and pretty chill. Is it the same voice acting? Uh, I think the main characters are. I feel like the king had a different voice in the the PS4 version. I like. I think I like the well, the voice actor of the king in the mobile version more. I'm pretty sure a couple of voice actors for characters in the movie, the Kingsglaive movie, are different than the ones in the game. Yeah, yeah. So it also could be that. But yeah, because they got they got a like big name actor for the king in the Kingsglaive movie, but they didn't get him for the game, which kind of bugged me because the. I remember the king, the king in the game not being as good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the actor in the movie was actually like super cool, and yeah. I was like, oh, I really like the King's Slave mm-hmm. movie. A lot, of, a lot of people talk shit about, it, but I, I really like it. I don't. It's kind of bad. Well, it's not. It's not terrible. It's fine. It's fine. It's a fine movie. <sighs> Talking about mobile games, we'll get into some news. Nintendo announces Mario Kart Tour <laughs> smartphone game. What? It's crazy. It's crazy. Mario Kart Tour. Uh, Nintendo, we should preface this by saying that these next multiple stories are Nintendo stories. Because Nintendo just one night was like, you know what? We're just going to tweet out announcements. It's like, who gives a fuck? At fr- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that really went down. I've, at first, I was seeing people retweeting this like random Twitter account I saw that seemed to be like in the room with, with Mr. Nintendo. And they were like talking to Mr. him. Nintendo. And and then like a couple minutes later, I'd see a tweet from the official Nintendo account, like basically saying the same thing this other guy said. Uh, and let me—I have his name. Written I down. never saw that. I just, to, Nintendo to, was just tweeting out all yeah. sorts of stuff. Takashi Mashizuki nailed uh, was, it, dude. Was tweeting out <laughs> stuff. Uh, seemed to be talking to. Uh, people and then yeah official stuff from nintendo just was like mario kart tour coming uh here's the official tweet oh god i clicked on it the checkered flag has raised and finish line is near so that solid translation <laughs> that's a that is a very short uh race there just like it's up and it's almost done <laughs> uh the new mobile application is now in development mario kart tour uh, releasing in the fiscal year ending in March 2019. So about a year from now, we'll see that out. You excited to play Mario Kart on your phone? No. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, good for Nintendo, man. They're they're putting whatever they can on that their phone. You know, gonna make a bunch of money from it. But like, with, I I I don't see how this is gonna control well because you know that's the most important part of a race the game is the controlling and it's yeah. gonna be on a touch screen so i don't it's gonna be weird yeah so pokemon go was good but they didn't develop that right yeah and that was niantic and i would the, argue the that was not good nintendo since <laughs> mario the beginning Run? no i'm saying uh, pokemon mario go is, i would is, argue pokemon, pokemon go was executed poorly yes the idea was good the i think the release kind of fucked it yeah. like all the hype died immediately and now the game like now they're starting to get to a point where it's like 
All right. All right. This this could be a sustainable game, but mm. too bad your entire player base is gone. Well, um, everyone always says that. Here's the thing. The entire fucking world was playing Pokemon Go. If they lose 99% of that, they have a substantial player base still. Like, there yeah. were so... It was a cultural phenomenon, man. Like, they they, had, they totally still have people playing it. Um, but just not to the enough. extent um, that, that it was. Um, but yeah, the, the Nintendo games that have been released since the deal with DNA. Um, Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, and uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. What about I'm pretty Mitomo? sure those are all under that. Oh, and Mitomo, yeah. So Oof. Okay, so Mitomo <laughs> is getting Mitomo. shut down. Oh, yeah. shocker. Um, so <laughs> A game that just asks you questions and have you ask your friends questions. What a great It was mechanic. fun for about a minute, and then it was like, It was fun oh, for about a it? day, and then I was like, okay. I'm actually curious what Nintendo's like wants out of these mobile games because money. Well, are they are they expecting them to be sustainable or are they just kind of getting them I mean, out Fire there? Fire Emblem next- Heroes is still rocking, dude. That game is is constantly getting a ton of money. It's like one of the most yeah, played like mobile games. Isn't that one that you have to spend money to get decent stuff? Uh, it's a loot crate game. It's a- yeah, it's loot crate simulator, but you have to use real money. Uh, not re- I mean, you can get the loot crates with in-game stuff. I yeah, mean, it's you just not. Grind. And I, I played so much Fire Emblem Heroes. I, I played a surprising amount of that game. I, if I were to just guess, I would say probably like somewhere between between ten to twenty hours. And I didn't pay anything, so I don't know. It's totally built around the the gotcha mechanics, but like you don't need to if you don't want. Like you can still you can still enjoy the gameplay of it. But yeah, it's very much built around that. So th- that's why it's making a ton of money. I don't know. I'm curious how they're going to execute it because uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Edition or whatever. Pocket Camp. It seems like Not people good. people bounced off that really quick. Hate it. Um, I didn't so expect bad. it to be good. Uh, Super Mario, uh, I like that made a big splash, but it, I I think that's going to be shut down. Like I guess they're they're still putting out updates. I don't know how well it's doing. I mean, Mario Run wasn't meant to be like a live service thing. It was meant to be like, here's a game, and it and it was. Yeah, and people paid like ten bucks for it. I feel like they it, don't so. need to do updates because it's like this they is something actu- you can play like just whenever. Like, yeah, it's I just mean, there was like your phone. Mario, I think they re- released like one or two more worlds, but uh, they it was meant to be like here's an eight. I think it was eight at launch. I think it was, it was like eight worlds. I thought. Uh, well, I think it was ten bucks, but I think it was eight worlds available at launch, yeah. and then they—I think they released at least one more big, substantial world. Um, but it was supposed to just be like, "Here's eight worlds. This is a Mario game. You play world one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then you rescue Peach." Right? Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think they expected that to be a live service thing. So, oh, yeah. like I'm. It's cool. I, I think it, it helps advertise their main games, and, and I'm glad they're not trying to replace their full games with like the. They're not trying to put a f- real Mario Kart game out and just be like, oh, thank, you thank gotta goodness. play Mario Kart on mobile now <laughs> because that would be shitty. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I said it earlier, I have so many hours in Mario Kart 8. Like, I'd. If they were like, the next Mario, the history, the future of our franchise is gonna be on mobile, I would be screaming in the streets. <laughs> Well, 
Thank you goodness. know what the future of Mario Kart might be on? Your movie screen. <sighs> the Nintendo Switch? Oh. No. Your <laughs> movie screen, because it has been officially announced that Nintendo will be making a Super Mario movie with the uh, studio who made Minions. Illumination. Illumination. Please. Ugh. Minions are disgusting. They also made, like, Sing, <laughs> which is a really good movie. So, I mean, like, Despicable Me 1 and 2 are both totally fine movies. I uh, haven't seen I 3 or Minions. Despicable, 2 is fine. Despicable Me 1 is good. good. The rest it's of good. them. The first one is two great. Is all right. Great movie. Yeah. They should have stopped there. They should have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, they've been focusing they just, on but, the... The, all the Can't bad things. Them, the, the thing is, is that this is not a terrible studio. They they made good it's movies. It's so. Just like, please stop associating something that could be really great with the thing that's yeah, not the thing that kinda, is cancer. Okay. It's kind of weird that Sorry. they're like the headline is like Minion develop Minion Studio when it could be like you know Despicable Me. That's kind of what started it. Okay, Darian, give me a possible plot for like oh. how could you picture the plot of this movie being. What do they do? They, do they go a Wreck It Ralph way? Do they try and go like uh, a classic don't Mario movies it. way? What are you thinking? Don't do it. I don't know. Cool. He's gonna race to the castles in his in his carts, right? I mean, so he could play Mario golf. And he can play Mario. tennis. He's yeah. He's just like in between each castle whatever, is a different game. So first, he's gonna race to the first castle. And his princess is in that castle. So then he's gonna play tennis so then he's in the next win a golf castle. Tournament. And his princess not in that castle. And then golf. And then the Olympics. And oh, then yeah. Sonic Sonic's will be there. gonna yeah, be in there too. It's crazy, dude. Uh, then, I then honestly he... like it terrifies me because video games being made into movies is like notoriously bad. But I have high hopes for it because I will probably go see it. Reminder: Whenever I listen to a podcast. This is just the thing that bugs me. Whenever I listen to a podcast these days and people start talking about video game movies, they're like, as we all know, they were all garbage. I love, I really, really liked, now I'm not talking about you, but like wherever, wherever else, I really liked the Warcraft movie and at me about it on Twitter. Okay. Do it. I think it's a preference thing because not all video game movies are bad. They're just, they don't have a super high. uh, I think. The majority Reputation. of them, yeah, the majority of them are pretty bad, but I think everyone's overlooking. Warcraft didn't get terrible reviews. It got a lot of mediocre reviews, and I thought it was good. So just throwing that out there. I like the Super Mario movie. It's not out yet. Shut up. The original one. No, no, no. Shh. That doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, okay. Teddy. Tomb Raider was good. Teddy, you own a <laughs> Nintendo Switch entertainment system. How do you feel? Tell me the new news and tell me about your feelings about it. Um, the news pretty much is that they're <clears throat> they announced that they're launching the online subscription service in September. Um, and that's pretty much it. They didn't really say much else. Am I correct? Uh, as Please I've included, wait for the detail announcement later this year. <laughs> later in the year, when which you know, good because it's supposed to come out this year. So like, okay, here's it was supposed to launch, wasn't it originally supposed to launch in the fall of last year, and then they didn't say anything about it, and then they're just like now they're like September, 
So the fall of the next year, I guess. Uh, the guy who I was saying about who was uh, tweeting like tweeting along with it said, uh, uh, ta- Takayashi, uh, okay, uh, preparing some attractive contents or programs for subscription-based online membership. So I guess they're, I mean, are they still doing that game? Like you get a game with it every That's month? That's what they're supposed to be doing. A game with it, an old game, a, a retro game that now is going to have multiplayer, online multiplayer. Here's the thing. They need to launch a big online game along with this in September because people are going to be pissed if, it'll, if they're like, oh, that th- these games that you've been playing for the last year for free, now you have to pay for it. They have to uh, announce something. Now, Teddy. Uh, yeah. What if Smash Brothers comes out in September? Oh my god, please! I need Smash so bad, dude. I want it so bad. Mr. Teddy Nintendo. wants Smash. I, it's true. <laughs> um, no, the... I would totally... I don't think they're going to. Like, I... They gotta do something. Anything, anything is possible with Smash, like, when it comes to Smash Bros, but, like... I could see it happening where they launch it with this, but I also could totally see it. I could see this year going by and them never mentioning Smash. It would annoy me. It would be very frustrating, but I could see it. I could also see them announcing it and being like, hey, it's out right now. Be like, all right, sure, Nintendo, whatever. So Do what you um, want, Nintendo. I'm going to give yeah, you my money basically. anyway. It's going gonna, it's gonna <laughs> to drop in a tweet. They're just going to be like, Smash Brothers is out. Go. <laughs> they're not even we just doing released it. it in all the games. They're stuff. not even making Nintendo Direct videos anymore. They're just tweeting out shit. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Um, so, I don't know. I They've got to do a lot more for the online service than just announce a big game to as well. Like, they've... The online service, man, it's... Somebody, I heard the other day that they brought up that um, the last time that a console, that a big, like, part of the, part of the, like, you know, the big names, right, launched a, launched a console without um, an online service or, like, without voice chat, right, was, um, like, the original Xbox. Pretty sure ever since then, it, they, they've, like, launched with some sort of way to do online. This, that might be wrong, but... <laughs> Like it's the point stands. It's 2018, and Nintendo wants you to voice chat through an app on your phone. I will say that the online service is much cheaper than the alternatives. Uh, coming in at twenty dollars cheaper, twenty dollars a year, or uh seven ninety nine for three months, or three ninety nine for a month. Um, obviously the per year is is by far the like best deal but if yeah. you're if you're it like is... oh i just want to play splatoon for a month and not gonna play anything else like i think it's cheaper because they know that it's not gonna be on par with the other services but that's just maybe that's just a pessimistic point of view but bryce you want to know something that i'm not pessimistic about tell me about destiny <laughs> Destiny, Destiny two. two. Um, all right, they're, they're in they're gonna, of food. Uh, get your snacks. Go do. Whatever. I didn't go get anything. Oh damn. Here's the thing, right? This week at Bungie came out. 
this week, and it was uh, sorry, it what? was really good. <clears throat> They've what been really nailing week? the twab, as we call it in the Destiny community. Um, they not the thwab, okay, not that. Um, it came out this week, and it's actually really good. The last couple of weeks, they've been really... The last couple of weeks, Des- Bungie's been nailing their communication. And this is another example of that. From the roadmap, which let me find real fast, but I'm pretty sure that all of these features that they're talking about is, like, in the second or third month along the roadmap. Like, I'm pretty sure that all these features that they're talking about right now... Yeah, the features that they're talking about right now... Um, the nightfall scoring and all that, that's supposed to be in, uh, February. The raid stuff is in May that they're talking about. Um, if I'm looking at this correctly and they're just like the, another week went by Deej and, um, Cosmo. And I can't remember the name of the other community manager and I feel bad about it. His Twitter account's like DMG. So like damage something. Um, but they have been really nailing it. They've been like taking turns on the, the twabs each week. Um, this one was written by Cosmo. So they, they've been going around to the, to the studio and being like, Hey, give, give me some detailed info on like things that we're improving and I'll, I'll do a write up and I'll let the community what's going on. Uh, so this week they talked about nightfall scoring eventually. It, oh man. I don't even know if I want to start breaking this down. Cause it's, it's pretty complicated. Give me the highlights. Detail. I guess TLDR, right there. Of, of course, when nightfall scoring and strike scoring comes, they're going to uh, take out the timer that's currently in nightfall uh, nightfalls. And they're going to replace it with the scoring system. Basically, if I'm remembering this all correctly, the way the scoring system works is that the scoring is going to be cut in half at 15 minutes. And then at 18 minutes, it's going to stop. Um, And then you're basically racing to complete the strike so that you can log your score. And it will also uh, start decaying a little bit. As time goes on, that's kind of a thing that that we saw in uh, Prison of Elders. It's um, primarily driven by kills and also uh, by orb generation secondarily. Uh, But yeah, the score bleeds over time, threshold and all that. Um, And the scoring is team-based, so it's not uh, individual. The uh, It looks like they're doing these things, this thing now, called Nightfall Challenges. And you get these challenge cards as drops from Nightfalls. And they have different examples. Um, let's find the examples. Uh, it's in here somewhere. But one of the examples that they gave was like, uh, you could basically set it so that you get, you if you put the card on before you go into the prestige nightfall, you'll get times two or times three or whatever um, score multiplier. But if like one of the modifiers is if all of your team dies in a darkness zone, then you get sent back to orbit, which is Destiny 1 Nightfalls, and that's exciting. Um, They had a couple more examples like that that just makes it a a lot harder, but you get more score for it. So if you really want to be crazy, um, you can do that. They they were also saying that specific challenges maybe uh, will have like, for, for the higher end of the scoring, you'll have a more different emblems, um, and your emblem, so I'm pretty sure what they said is if you beat the Prestige Nightfall, you get an emblem, um, that has, a, the, that's tied to the aura now, so when you have the emblem on, you have the aura, and it gives you, I believe it was plus 25%, um, increase, it, it, oh man, let me find this, 25%, let me find this in the article, 
Um, yeah, so it boosts for your fire team. Um, it boosts the Vanguard token drops in the strike by 25%. So it basically helps out you and your team with your drops. Um, and they they also said that if you, in the future, if you uh, score higher, you'll get better emblems. And we assume the aura is going to be like 50% or something, and it'll be more helpful. The the more insane thing that you do, you can help your teammates out. And th so that's basically the basics on strike scoring and nightfall scoring. And in the raid um, designer, senior designer, Joe Blackburn, who I follow on Twitter and is a very cool guy, um, he, <laughs> he was talking about the changes to prestige, which I think is going to be, be very very controversial in the community but he gave an example so normally in prestige mode how it's been working is that there's the leviathan the prestige leviathan the prestige leviathan has certain ways that you have to do um the specific encounters so in one you'll have to uh i think yeah here's an example so in the dogs area i think normally there is oh man it's been so long since i've done the dogs i think normally there's four dogs six dogs i think there's four normally and then in prestige they add two more or it's six and then eight but something like that so they add some more dogs that make it harder right and it changes mechanics changes how you play and stuff like that um which is a great version of how the prestige raid works but in this there it's not as easy to develop as what they're talking about right now so the future of prestige is he gave an example so week one the raid activity would be the eater of worlds raid lair and the modifier is marksman so your precision damage is increased landing a precision shot grants one bonus ammo directly to the mag which is kind of cool and then it requires a loadout so you have to go in with a hand cannon in your kinetic, a scout rifle in your energy, or, and a linear fusion rifle in your power ammo, power weapon slot. So it forces you to play differently. There's, there's other examples in here that include like sidearms, submachine gun, shotgun, and all this. So it like changes your strategy and changes how you play because defeating it normally is going to be way different from how you defeat it with a sidearm and a submachine gun and a shotgun. So I like this idea. Um, I think of a month, two months in, the community is going to start being like, I want the freedom to use what gun I want to use. And that people are going to start uh, not liking it a, a month or two months in. That's that's just my prediction. You heard it here first. But I like the idea. Um, I'm not sure I like it for prestige. I think it would be a cool, unique challenge thing. But I wish that we could also have prestige, which is just a harder, different mechanics version. Um, but I like it. Those are the main things from the TWAB. I try to keep it as short as I could, but I, I, D2 is, is, is my thing. And these are very detailed things that's hard to boil down. So yeah, if you play Destiny 2, keep a lookout. Every TWAB, they are uh, putting out really good stuff and uh, being really, really good with their communication, which is not normal. So uh, good, good on you, Bungie. Keep it up. Is Destiny Two going all. to be good now? Yes. Okay. I mean, okay. Here's, here's. No. Oh my God. No. Darren, Darren, tell me about a good game, good that's, video game series that everybody loves. That's okay. And tell me about the great news with that game series. Well, new in League of Legends, we just got the Valentine's Day skins, Sweetheart Rakan and Sweetheart Zion. <laughs> Crimson Day is the Valentine event, and Destiny 2 is going live next Tuesday. 
That reminded me. <laughs> no! No to neither of these things! <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3! Don't even kill just kidding. Kingdom Hearts 3. That's a uh, 2.5 HD remix, isn't it? Uh, it is. Oh, uh, got him! Yeah, it is 2.8. Final. Not Kingdom Hearts Get 3. wrecked, kid. Final. Well, I don't have. I don't have Kingdom Hearts. Th th Darian. Excuses. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom 3. Hearts Three released a couple more trailers. Uh, one of them is showcasing the new Monsters Inc. world, um, and also a couple glimpses at some of the other worlds that were already confirmed, but just like a little bit of gameplay in them. Um, and we also got a song that is probably going to be the theme song for it. And it is called Don't Think? No. Twice? Don't Think don't Twice? Don't Think Twice. There we go. I don't ever think. Don't Think. Don't Think Twice. Um, <laughs> and they had like kind of an acoustic version. Acoustic. By Utara Hikaru. See, she's nailing the pronunciation. Step up your game, Bryce. Marcus Just PSP. Just me to do it. Okay. Just kidding. I've practiced that name a lot. <laughs> it takes Nailed a lot it. of practice. So in the trailer, we see uh, the uh, Monsters Inc. It's world and uh, and emo sorry e emo furry Sora. Uh, I'd smash. And getting all of the fetishes. Oh wait, in God, one. is he still sixteen? I think he's eighteen now. I think he's. Okay. I think he I'd just. Smash. I think he just heard it hit eighteen uh, as this game as. Kingdom Hearts three, ten years later, finally eighteen. It's yeah. almost as bad as Pokemon. Yeah. I, th I think Dream Drop Distance brought him to finally being eighteen, uh, and also we saw a little bit more of uh, the Toy Story crew. What seemed to be like a boss battle situation, which looked buck wild, where he was just like flying around on a rocket and stuff. Yeah. The um, whole, whole goddamn game. Everything that they show, it's like, this game is gonna be crazy! <laughs> like, I'm so uh, stoked. Uh, we we got to see uh, Rapunzel and uh, Flynn Rider uh, fighting alongside Sora in the Tangled World. A really cool aerial summons. Um, oh, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, you can see aerial like, inside, the inside the... Who's the mermaid? Because Disney has so many mermaids that you can, this could be anybody. How many sisters does Ariel have? Why would Plus her daughter. What if they brought Melody into it, okay? They're not going to bring a spin-off movie character in. You don't know that. Um Uh we also you got to see a little bit of uh the Hercules world uh again and a lot of people talking shit about the Hercules world. Hercules world is the best world of all. I, I, if they made a game with only Hercules world, I would play it. I would love it, and I would marry it, and that would be my, my wife. Now, are you talking, like, just, just, like, the Colosseum? Or, like, in Kingdom Hearts 2, when they expanded it to also have the Underworld. Because the Underworld oh was very fun. All but, like, the Colosseum in the first game... Total waste of my time. I, I hated that. I didn't like the training portion of that where you're fighting the barrels, but I loved the like actual fights, the cloud story. Very, very cool. Yeah, like when you fought Sephiroth and couldn't fucking do it. Uh, you gotta got, I get, good. get good. Get oh, good. I'm all. bad at video games. I That's where it started. Right I beat there. all the bosses. 
Um, and then we also see a bit of the main plot. Uh, we see some uh, Organization 13 guys chilling out and, and sort of talking some hot shit. You, you're rolling up some and being like, shit. who are you, biatch? Sora doesn't swear. He's yep, good, that's exactly he's a good what happened. Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts 3, rated M. Bring it, bring nope. it hardcore. Sora doesn't swear. He's a good, good um, boy. He's a good boy. Yeah, we got the he's new song. Nice and basically, uh, 2018, all our dreams come got true. Got a little glimpse of Riku just saying, fuck you, Keyblade. I don't need you. Oh, yeah, but also... <laughs> Other oh, other Riku will need this Keyblade because we're getting everybody. Every side character, every little person is going to be... God, this final fight is going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm every, literally going to ball. I'm oh, so excited for this game. God, organize, Maleficent's back. Organization 13. Freaking Roxas, the people from... Uh, Birth by Sleep. Hey, I haven't Everybody's seen a whole lot of Kyrie. coming back. Yeah, because she's got to, she's gonna roll in. Everybody's gonna be like, "Where's Kyrie?" She's gonna come in. She's gonna take down the big boss all by herself. It's gonna be a great. Kyrie scene. and Sora are just gonna stop the whole game just to bang. That's why it's rated M. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. I ship it, Kyrie and Sora. <laughs> right, here's, you know, here's you know my who, only. You know who Teddy question. ships? Kaz Harai. Tell tell me about and, and who who would I you 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 and cost? you and Kazurai. no thanks but here, before we move off of Kingdom Hearts real fast why I I just have a quick question for you two explain the plot of Kingdom Hearts no no start <laughs> no, God, start no. from the beginning God no which beginning um, you pick <laughs> are you sure it's gonna be 2018. I don't no, think it's getting... No, it's not confirmed. The, the trailers I say 2018. Think, it might get pushed back. I honestly I, think it... I, I think it will be, too. But I just... Because, like, why... There's so many examples, right? Spider-Man is supposed to come out in the first half of 2018, and we don't have a date. Like, so? it's February. And you what does that have, have to do with Kingdom Hearts? Left. It, the, all of this will, will get understand. dates at E3. We'll get dates. Every all the dates will be announced. Well, Spider Man and Detroit are supposed to be the Detroit first Detroit become half human twenty eighteen. Yeah, <gasps> as far I'm as so I'm aware, for that game too. I gotta upgrade my PlayStation. No, no, it's fine. You're okay. I have a yeah, shitty right. old PlayStation four. Unless you have a four K. I launch PS four. Do you have a four K TV? Do you have an HDR no. TV? Then you don't need a pro. You don't. You're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it it weirds me out that we're in this age where they're just like we are in the year, and they're like, yeah, it's this year, but like, t- you know, we'll let you know when we want to. Yeah. It's kind of odd. I I I think it'll probably be late this year, but I think I think we'll get it before 2019. It could be it could be December, but we'll get it, <laughs> which might be might be fun, like. They could release it whenever the people are coming out for Kingdom Hearts. The people who want Kingdom Hearts are coming out for Kingdom Hearts. So uh, Kasserai. Yeah, tell me about he, uh, I, I, There's not too much to say except for that he's stepping down as a Sony CEO, which a lot of people, I will say myself included, I kind of thought of him as like a PlayStation guy just because like that's the, the name. I don't know. I just kind of thought of that. But <clears throat> he, is, he was the CEO of Sony, 
so he was in charge of a lot more than just PlayStation. Um, let's find his his quote. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to read his quote because it's pretty so, like, dang long. Too? But basically he's saying he's moving on. He thinks it's the best time now for him for him to move on to better things. And he thinks the company's in great hands and all that stuff. So, Kazurai, you have served Sony for many years. Thank you for all you've done. Go 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 get him, Tiger. Speaking of Spider-Man, that's, a, that's what Mary Jane says. <laughs> to the audio listeners, Darian just gave the biggest eye roll I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he will be succeeded by something that Teddy will pronounce. What does it start with on uh, the page? Kenny, Sh- uh, it says right there, his successor is company exact. Ken- uh, Kenichiro Yoshida. Yep. Uh, and his current titles are director, representative, corporate executive officer, executive deputy Damn. president, and chief Deputy. financial officer. Wow. So, at least he only has one title now. <laughs> Big boss. <laughs> it seems like he was in charge of a lot already. Yeah, so. I guess it, like, it probably makes sense for him to move up. Yeah. It went from in charge of this, 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 and this to in charge. Now, as, you got, as everyone knows, this is the podcast for all the Big Splatoon news. Except and, for that one time we tried to skip it. Well, yeah, we, we did skip it because and, and, it was and a boring. Long time. Yeah. yeah. But who cares? new Splatfest coming up February 16th, the day this podcast release. Love versus money. Who are you fighting for, Darian? Love or money? Uh, hold on. It's a pretty deep Splatfest. That's what I want to say. Love versus money. It is That's probably, pretty deep. It is the most like buck wild. Instead of like ketchup and mayo, yeah. it's like love or money. Getting into real philosophical questions. Yeah. Man. Okay. Darren has to like research the her answer. answer. Is money though. Really? Teddy's going money. No, I don't, I don't know. He's joking around. Make, pick. While Darian's looking up, doing her research, what what do you think? Where are you going, Teddy? I would I would play for money. Just for just for fun. I mean, it's a video game. Yeah, it's fine. Why not? It's a jokey answer. I'm gonna I'm go for it. Uh, uh, I'm very interested to see how this this one shakes out. But I think <laughs> I feel like it could easily be all one or all the other. Yeah. I I think I uh well I've, what I love about Splatfest is that like Twitter just like you see all of these memes and stuff created for like team. Team Mayo or Team Ketchup or whatever. So I've already I'm seen. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen any news or any mention of the Splatfest on my Twitter feed except for the first two. Ever since then, I've seen nothing. Like you're, the only times I hear about it is from is from this. Oh, do you? It's kind of like sad. Uh, Viking Jesus on? No, I don't oh. think. I, I think I'm actually. I think I am. If I'm not, I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, I follow, follow him on Twitch. I follow a, cool big, a few big uh, Splatoon player uh, players, so I see the retweets. Because yeah, I think somebody retweeted that, and how that's how it came in my uh, Twitter stuff. But I th- I would go love because I feel Boo. like it's, it's a lie and not real. I feel like when I've had like money, <laughs> I've uh, if I have a lot of money. <laughs> I am not as happy as I am when I have love. So, in terms of like happiness, I feel like I get more out of love. What about you, Darian? Have you have you done the math? Have you figured out your answer? Well, I was just trying to look up a quote. 
Uh, and <laughs> it's not serious. It's a reference. Okay. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get you this ready? podcast banned from iTunes? No, 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 no. It's okay. just, uh, it's just. Uh, I am the pretty guardian in a sailor suit, guardian of love and justice, Sailor Moon. So it's like the thing she says after oh. she transforms and stuff. Sorry. So that's that was the first thing I thought was like, oh, Sailor Moon says something about love when she transforms. Love, Sailor Moon. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so I was trying to. Talk that about. was totally worth. There you go. So, so your team love. Love, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I fight for love and justice. M- m- love. I'm here to and get justice. paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, like, Love's cool, I guess, but it's also a lie. Love. I've, I've already seen Tampa. a really cool picture of of, uh, of <laughs> hashtag team money. Of it's just like, you only do stuff for money. And the person replies like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so yeah, I'm. In the name of Demacia, I will punish you. Uh, probably next podcast, I'll, I'll try and remember to uh let, let people know how that shock out. Lux, but... right? Yeah, Lux. Thank you. Uh, Sailor, <laughs> Sailor Lux. I used to love Lux. We there will be a big, another big fight <laughs> coming down, <laughs> coming down between the ponies. Tell me about that, Darian. Tell yeah, me about the pony battles. So, them's fighting herds. That is, is a sweet a new, name. That is, is a good a new name. My Little Pony inspired fighting game. I didn't read any of the article. I don't think it needs to be read. <laughs> I just picked it for the 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 headline, which is, I mean, the art style is very is very My Little Pony. It makes sense. Oh uh, yeah, these horses a- are legit though. They're fucking going at it. Oh yeah, the trailer, look, like the comment, looks super good. Uh, it is coming to Windows PC on February twenty second. It's my favorite type of PC. Uh, yeah, nobody wants that Linux shit up in here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, them's fighting herds. Basically, it looks like you're, herds. you know, My Little Pony esque ponies doing sweet ass kicks and stuff. <laughs> Dude, sweet ass kicks. Flips uh, and kicks and shit. Kicks and flips and shit. So stay tuned for that. But that brings us to the end of the news and the beginning of topic of the show. Dots, 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 dots. There we go. It's uh, copyright infringement. Nope. Took oh, it. No, we, we, took it. we took it. We're gonna I don't get even sued. listen That's to not, that. Okay. Interesting. She had an original thought that is no way associated with anybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Many huge creators. I just heard Bryce do it before. Sorry. Many huge creators like Logan Paul and Doctor Disrespect have had drama surrounding their behavior recently, uh, namely its effect on younger audience uh, members. What do you think is our responsibility as creators and streamers, as role models towards our younger audience members? What do you think, Darian? Uh, I mean, I don't really have that much of an opinion on this, TVH. Uh, okay, well, let me, let me, like, start off with my thought. Like, I know a large, large portion of, we're all Twitch streamers, and a large portion of Twitch's audience is people under 18. Like, you can sign up when you're 13, but let's be honest, there's people signing up even younger than that. There's people streaming even younger than that. Yeah. 
So when they they will watch streamers regularly, and I know people active in my community when I was an active streamer were under eighteen, were fifteen, were thirteen, and I I thought of like the way I'm acting is going to affect the way they are acting. If I am, you know, sexist or harassing people, swearing, they're going to see that behavior and see it as acceptable and normal, and they're going to copy that behavior. Uh, so when even small streamers do it, or someone huge who has millions of younger people watching them every day, like, are... I mean... As weird as it is, we're role models for them, or at least we have an effect on these younger audiences. And like, I think, I think we have a responsibility to not be shitty. Here's the thing: I think we totally have a responsibility to not be shitty. But I think you always, as a person, have a responsibility not to be to not be shitty. But th- that's like one side of the discussion. I think another side of the discussion is people being like. Uh, you're a role model for ki- for kids, so you shouldn't be like swearing or having like adult sense of humor or stuff like that. And I th- I think that's where you gotta draw the line. You're just like, this is. I mean, I'm not streaming. Like I I, w- I remember I was streaming. Um, I think it was Watch Dogs too, and I was making some dumb sex joke <laughs> and and like cussing. And at one one somebody in chat was like, yeah, I'm 11. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't watch this. This is a bad idea. Like, it's not like because I'm saying stuff that's going to influence them badly, but a lot of it they're not going to get. A lot of it is also like just this isn't geared towards you, you know? Like, that's not who I'm targeting in a way. And uh, I, I, think, I think a lot of it comes down to don't be a shitty person yeah and it'll just it'll be fine yeah i, I mean, mean that's uh, just a good role mo- a role a good idea for life to, to be like i i have no problem like th- uh, swearing i mean not excessively swearing but like i remember when i was i don't know like 10 i had an older kid like teach me all the swear words and that was before <laughs> like the internet was a thing so the kids know swear words. Let's not let's yeah, not pretend. Like, yeah. I taught I taught all of my friends in elementary school what sex was. I think one of the <laughs> one of the things is also just like they're not they're going to find out shit eventually. They shouldn't be on the internet if they're not ready <laughs> for for life cuz the internet's going to come at you hard. As we all remember, because that's life and the internet. I would be okay with my kid watching you, Teddy. Like, you know, you, you, good. Like, I, I I guess I don't like you're in a fine, like role model, I guess. Like you don't do anything that I don't think anybody would be upset about their kids seeing. And Darian does a few things that I would be kind of skittish about. Interesting. What would that be? Uh, she says... I literally, earlier this, like, at the beginning, before the podcast started, I was shaking my boobs and my butt uh, on the screen. You, you, you also... Don't we have new Twitch community guidelines? <laughs> none, of my, none of my privates were showing. 
Yeah, you, you just nice. have to be dressed appropriately. I don't think I'm it has specific appropriately. rules about what parts are shaking. Mm. She does tend to say, uh, I should kill myself or stuff a lot. <laughs> that's probably not yeah, something. that's probably not good. Listen, yeah. I'm working on that. I've, I've been doing really good about not saying that as much. So. Oh, I yeah. dropped it about a dozen times last stream. But. I, I, I feel like. Darren could maybe improve in her role model in this, but I've, I've... Well, and here's where I come from, though. Like, that's why I... Like, my channel is intended for mature yeah, audiences. Yeah, I think all of our channels it, are. Mark this side. I think my... I think... I'm not sure mine is actually set to that. It should be, but as I think I'm not sure as if I the setting is doing channel, that. As soon as I got my channel, as soon as I started setting up for streaming, I was like, I have... I, I, I curse like a sailor. Like, I am always swearing. I, it's just a part of who I am. And I was like, even if I'm not doing something else inappropriate, like, I'm going to swear a lot. So I am intended for mature audiences. So I guess that that may be something that should be looked into more. Because, like, I don't know if clicking into some of those big name streamers, if you get that notification, I'm pretty sure most of them aren't set up that way. Hmm. I, I think, like, in terms of, of your effect on others, I think harassment and... Things like Dr. Disrespect's uh, kind of racist. Uh, he did he did a Asian accent while making fun of cheaters on PUBG, um, which him doing that makes it look like being racist is fine. And that's not like I swearing is whatever people are going to swear or whatever. You know, if if someone grew up and just swore, they would still be a good person. I, I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with someone growing up to be someone who swears. But someone yeah, growing up to be... Too. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so, there so, are people who definitely have problems with that. Yeah. Someone growing up to be racist is a shitty person. So. But, yeah, just if you stream if you make youtube videos if you do instagram if you are in any way on the internet just think about how get off the internet number one number two if you don't follow number one go with what's Brett saying yeah just think about how younger people are going to be affected by your content and would you want your younger brother or your kids or future kids to see your content and and stuff so just think about that um and don't be shitty I, I don't care if like i don't care if you swear i think that's completely fine even like being a little showing off your body like that's somewhat fine just don't like harass other people's or say like kill yourself like that mixer mixer has very well, good rules of, of like yeah you will get banned for saying kill yourself on mixer it's just very a lot of people have different have different lines like a lot of I, I, I know my parents would 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 be very, very upset if I, I at a young age was watching something which spoilers I was um, was watching somebody who was like swearing and, and stuff like that. Um, so the lines differ for everybody. But uh, for the most part, um, I think Bryce is just saying don't do anything that's like don't don't be mean to other people. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. But yeah, just something to think about. You're allowed to have one, but Um, can't be one. Going into the questions. (laughs) 
Do you want to be part of the show? Go no. to ReadySetGameCast.com <laughs> slash submit. Darian's already tried to get out of the show, but I, I forced her to stick around. I tried. I've tried. <laughs> I keep never trying ends. to make this show shorter, but it never works, and we always talk about Splatoon hey, for 20 minutes. Last week was <laughs> really good. We're on a really Splatoon. good track this week. Right. Let's keep going. Go to ReadySetGameCast.com slash submit to submit a question, comment, or... Something that Darian's going to think of. Say something as a third thing, Darian. Your favorite sailor Kay. from Sailor Moon. Submit your favorite sailor for Sailor I Moon for us to read on the show. I want to know what your favorite sailor is. Now, we have one question sent in by Bryce. And he asks, what is a game that has helped you get through a difficult time in your life? Darian, do you have an answer? She's okay. She's bringing up a big <laughs> Kingdom Hearts blanket. This is an audio podcast, but she's doing the official theatrics. representation. Da, 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 da. Kingdom Hearts is her answer, apparently. Tell me about that experience. So, when I was in like seventh grade, well, the summer before seventh grade, my parents split up. Oh. Um, and I had the first Kingdom Hearts, and the Christmas before that, I'd gotten Kingdom Hearts 2. And I would literally, like, lock myself in my bedroom and play it with, like, my headphones in. And I'd be up right up next to this little 13-inch TV um, while my parents fought out in the living room. So that game got me through a really tough time in my life. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Teddy? I have a couple of answers for these, but I'm only going to mainly go with the one answer and I'm going to try and keep short because I told Bryce before we started, I saw this question and I was like, I could easily talk about this forever. This could be like a topic of the show. I'm literally writing my first essay in my third year writing class. I'm writing on this. Um, I always say destiny one. And I always say that when like, that's what I always go back to when I when I think about like why I want to work in the industry and like that. I mean, there were a lot of games that influenced me, but that's that's one of the ones that like shows how magical games can be and how they can affect you. Um, I moved to Nashville from Montgomery, Alabama, where like all my friends were um, in my senior year of high school. So didn't really get to finish high school with like all my friends, and I moved up here. Um, with my parents who my dad works at like a law school here. So he had a really good job, job opportunity. So we moved up here and I was like, I didn't know anyone at all for like a year and I was, uh, homeschooled. So I was going through my last, um, don't, don't shake your head at that. That wasn't my choice. Um, also there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, what you got any beef with homeschoolers? Just... Not I took many classes. I took many classes. I played football for many years. I had jobs. I went to church, actually. Um, but, no, I, that's that's a big misconception that homeschoolers are, are closed off. Like, you, it's not like you just, it's not like you're Amish. Like, you, <laughs> you live with the society and you do other things that, like, may, but, yeah, that's besides the point. I don't know. All of my friends In the movie, that I actually, it, they really, like, isolated that one kid that was homeschooled. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just being an <laughs> asshole. I'm just kidding. Okay, can we find no, out there, about Destiny? Yeah, besi- besides the point, all of my friends from, like, my classes and my sports and my jobs and all that um, from Alabama were, like, left behind, and I was the only, like, I, di- I didn't know anyone. And I never, um, I- I'm not somebody to be, like, lonely, especially, like, growing up. I never really felt 
the feeling of loneliness until I was like 16 or 17. Like I was, I always heard people be like, Oh, I'm so lonely. I'm like, really? I'm just, I'm just chilling. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chilling. Yeah. You know? Um, so when I, but when I moved here was like one of the first times that I really ever like felt that. Cause like there was, there was no one. I was just by myself. And I also had like the upstairs room, which was like a pretty big, big room um so it just i don't know it felt kind of empty so as time went on the point is bryce calm down don't rush me through like a a a a rough time in my life right but uh destiny actually helped me connect with friends who lived in alabama and i had a couple of friends who lived in indiana i had one who lived in uh who still lives in minnesota um so destiny was a game that i would get on every night and play with friends and like really still be able to connect with people right where whereas i wasn't able to in the actual location i was able to get on hang out with my friends and uh keep connections so it really it really helped me through uh first first couple months really of living in nashville uh i believe the minnesota person he's referring to is adam wells nope well, fuck Didn't you. Didn't know him until, like, last year. I don't know which Minnesota person, but he You don't does, know him. He uh, doesn't really play games with me too much anymore. He does uh, associate with Adam Wells, who is a cool dude that I've met through Destiny 2, playing the beta hangout on the farm. And since then, I have uh, met him in person and stayed at his house. And even oh, Darian has met him. There you go. Oh, just just as an example, one of the people we met in year one of Destiny where me and like my core group of like four, I would say two of them were in Alabama. One of them was in Indiana. That's like probably a core group of four right there is the main people that played one. When we went on LFG to do raids, we found this uh, group of two, J Money and Fleabag. Fleabag doesn't play with us anymore, but we still play with J Money. Like four years later, and we're talking about going down to Guardian Con in the summer, and he lives like near Tampa, so he was like, "Man, you guys can totally stay with us if you, if you want." And uh, we're gonna go down. Me and Andrew hopefully are gonna go down and stay with um, Jameson, this guy who we've known for like four years now from raiding in Destiny. So pretty cool. Video games are awesome. Uh, so now I get to tell my story. Yeah, uh, about I'll rush you through it. <laughs> I didn't need to know like your living situation. <laughs> well, that was the whole point of how it helped. Is is, is uh, yeah. I, th- I think at the time you were like it was like the top room and stuff, and I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It felt really isolated because my family was downstairs. I was like up there by myself. Uh, you know? But about ten years ago, um, some stuff went very south for me, and I was homeless. And uh, I ended up like scraping, like my grandma sent me money and I managed to scrape together enough money to just get like the smallest apartment possible. And I did not have money for internet or cable or anything. I just had electric, like the place provided electricity and water. So I could not afford any utilities. I was just paying for the place. And all I had was like, a shitty couch, a very old TV, and a PlayStation 2. And I would go to my job at the grocery store, and then I would come home, and I would just play Final Fantasy 12. It was the one after 10 that wasn't online. 11's online, right? I think, yeah. I okay, think so. so yeah, so Final Fantasy 12. 12. And I'd just play that just, like, until I fell asleep, and it just, like... 
I had nothing to do or nothing going on. And that, like, that game just, like, was my only source of entertainment at the time. And, like, I, I honestly don't know what I, like, would have done other than that. And, like, that's the only Final Fantasy game I've beaten. That's one of the few games I have beaten of any games and just like i i i really appreciate games ability to just like distract me from the shit i had going on at the time so uh yeah man i always like every now and then i've had to write essays on on games and it's always like which angle am i gonna take this time like i could talk about the competition and like esports and how that's growing or just competition in general for people who like i used to get when I played football in high school, it really, like, scratched that competitive itch, and then ever since then, I've been able to play certain games that also scratch that itch without me having to go out and, you know, get injured. And, like, there's that angle that you can take. You can also tank, take the stories that can change you, the stories that you, the worlds that you can immerse yourself in, like, the distractions. You can take the connecting with your friends angle. Like, video games are fucking magical. That's how I'm gonna end that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, getting into housekeeping, <laughs> go to readysetgamecast.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on youtube.com slash lastgeek. I will interrupt your housekeeping for one second. If y'all have any, like, stories of, like, how video games helped you through a rough time in your life or like what makes you love them like hit me up on twitter at teddy chenaris or like say it in the comments of the youtube video or anything like that I- i'd love or to know. submit it yeah, yeah or submit it for sure uh yeah that'd be really cool uh we could definitely talk about that more uh in a future episode um if you like the show if you listen to this and we're like these are cool cats i want to hear more about their life stories what about dogs though um no we're all cats fuck off if you like the show please please subscribe rate and review it on itunes and stitcher it helps us grow and become more powerful i'll do one arm (laughs) your arm is not getting me like your arm isn't bad like well real talk my bicep is like decent like uh, without having it to do any work everything else is like terrible like bicep's not awful Teddy. Like, it, without working out. Teddy. It's not awful. You've been talking to a lady uh, recently, haven't you? Haven't not you? really. Okay, well, you've been not talking really. to a lady. I heard about this. Uh, and if you ever go on a date mm. and uh, she comes back to your house, you want to you know, know how to like make her fall in love with you? You want to know the hot tips? Let me show her my Funko Pop collection. No. Is that going to oh, do no. it? No? no. Oh, wow. Interesting. Hmm. Pick My strategy's her up. all wrong. Find find some excuse to lift her up. Every every like girls what? Lo- what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Jerry this agrees. Is not where I expected this yeah. to go. Women love being picked up. Yeah. It makes them feel like they like because women are constantly criticizing themselves. Like I'm always like, God, I'm so fat. I look gross, and like we're just awful to ourselves. If you pick her up, she's gonna be like, Oh, he's so strong, and and like <laughs> I'm not that bad. Like yeah. it's it's a it's a confidence boost, and it makes like it makes you look really good too. Well, yeah. good to know. One totally couldn't do that to a fifty pound person, so Le- gonna have to work on learn, that. Learn learn. Uh, <laughs> there are, there are ways that you can like. 
carries if they if they put their arms in the right places it's it's easy it's not hard okay just all learn, right Didn't just look, like this google to be how the... to pick up, pick up a girl uh, I think want, the Google search will probably have different results. <laughs> if you want to pick up a girl, pick up a girl. I guess how to pick up a human would That's probably. <laughs> um, interesting way to but close there's your, the show. There's your hot right, dating cool. tips. Now we have one additional <laughs> section because this is not the only Last Geek podcast anymore. Uh, so we've got some new news. But in we're the, the best one. Get those out of here. That's not actually <laughs> the the new podcast. Is actually gets more listens than this. But anyway, mm, boo! Uh, it's cheating though. Losers! It is. It's basically a fan cast. We so. we, we are ripping off another podcast. So we're this is mm. this is original content, and this, this is, is the best OG content. Okay, uh, but <laughs> episode zero of Game Mate Corp is out. Uh, the it's already been released in this uh, feed, but future episode. Well, it's already also released in its own feed. Just search on iTunes or whatever podcast services you're using to listen to this for GameMate Corp, and you'll find its feed, and future episodes will be released over there. Um, so if you liked the first uh, episode zero, or just think I'm a cool dude, head over there, subscribe. I really appreciate it. A new episode will be releasing February Friday, February 23rd. It will be releasing uh, every other Friday from now on, so there will be at least one Last Geek Podcast releasing every Friday from now on. If RSG isn't releasing, GameMate Corp will be. And I've just come up with a really stupid idea, and I'm going to pursue it. New video series on YouTube.com slash LastGeek called Food Crimes, where I eat an amount of greater amounts of food every day. I'll be starting off with eating one sausage uh, McGriddle, then the next day... A sec or two sausage McGriddles. How many sausage McGriddles will I make it to? Find out on Food Crimes. I, well, what's the crime part of it? Like because just because then it's illegal, that it should yeah, be illegal a, to eat that much. Yes, <laughs> that <laughs> is the crime. Uh, but that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, it has been a awesome time hanging out with you guys. But where can people find you, Darian? Twitch.tv forward slash dexterity, Instagram.com forward slash dexterity, Facebook.com forward slash dexterity, Twitter.com forward slash dexterity, and you can search my name on YouTube. You can't, it's not, I'm not cool enough to have YouTube.com forward slash dexterity. Um, and you can follow me on Snapchat at Darian Lee. Mm, people still use Snapchat after the new update? Yeah. <laughs> Now, is there one more place that people could go to? Dexterity.com. <laughs> Why do you sound so sad about that? Because you took it from me. Oh, yeah, you didn't want so it. solid URL. I could point it to your YouTube and then you don't have people have to search for it. For... Don't do that. Then I might have to start putting shit there. <laughs> That's work. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Teddy Chineris, where do you want uh, people to look at? Twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris. Chineris spelled C-H-I-N-A-R-I-S. Because I said I signed for a mail package at work today, and he was like, last name? I was like, Chineris. And then I immediately started to spell it, because he, he, lo- he was looking at it, I said Chineris, and he was like, he looked up like, uh, excuse me, sir? I would, so, uh, I would have yeah. just written Teddy and moved on with my day. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, Twitch... 
twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris as well. Um, but go there and scroll down in the panels and click Discord and follow that Discord because I announce when I go live uh, these days because part-time working at two different jobs and twitching and school and also hopefully more editing soon is a lot of time. So I don't stream as much these days, sadly. Um, but this semester so far, I've been streaming... Tuesday nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's kind of what it's been. Uh, what it's been. So be on the lookout then. Bryce, where, where can people find you? You should start doing some video essays. That'll be a good combination of your about stuff. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, Last Geek. Uh, Last Geek Plays as where I, uh, Last Geek Plays Twitter account is where I promote all of the stuff for the different podcasts and also like. There is a Game 8 Corp podcast or Twitter, but that doesn't get used much. And also there's a Game 8 Corp Twitter, but sometimes I'll post really bad game ideas there. Like ones that are too bad for the podcast, I'll, I'll throw them over there. Um, like every Sonic game, lol. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's just... I don't even have any beef with Sonic. I just know that that's a thing. Sorry. The, the, the Sorry, Twitter Sonic account fans. is just like don't Sonic 1, me. Sonic 2, <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> Um, Instagram, uh, is Last Geek Plays, um, YouTube.com slash Last Geek, uh, other places, yeah, I can't, you've listened to the podcast MySpace, before, you know com. Facebook.com slash Last Geek, I own that one, that's mine, um, but, WordPress.com slash Last Geek, no, uh, thank you for listening to another awesome episode of Ready, Set, Gamecast. We will see you next time. Bye! Bye. Go see Paddington 2! You're one of them people. It's so cute!